Welcome to the MarTech Matrix, the podcast where technology meets marketing and the future becomes now. Every week, we dive deep into the world of marketing technology, exploring how digital tools, AI, data analytics, and innovative strategies are reshaping the marketing landscape. Join us as we navigate through this complex matrix, interviewing industry experts, dissecting emerging trends, and decoding strategies that are setting the pace in this digital age. Now to today's show. We are speaking with Clay Sharman, CEO and founder of Cradio AI, an insights and identity resolution platform designed for marketers to help them identify and build personal relationships with their customers. Clay, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Ah, uh, doing great, Sean. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Uh, we're we're excited to have you. Um, we like to do things very cogently around here, so our listeners can get back to their day. Um, so let's just jump right in. Tell us yeah. what business problem Cradio is solving for. Sure. Um, statistically, um, websites, regardless of how they drive traffic in, they typically see about a two percent success rate. So think of it this way: ninety-eight out of a hundred of every web visitors that come to your site, you're not collecting meaningful data on, and frankly, they, they could be lost opportunities from a marketing perspective. So Cradio really focuses on identifying as many emails out of that 98 people as we can, and then top fill your funnel with up to maybe 25 or 30 times as many prospects as you would typically get from a form fill or a newsletter sign up or something like that. So we're really, able to scale up your sales funnel right away with uh, warm prospects who know your brand and have actually already visited your, your website. Got it. And I, I guess that that problem that the brands are having um, gets exasperated as cookies start to deplete even further, right? Um, as everyone knows, half, half the users can't be cookied anyway, so you can't retarget them um, through any means. Um, and the other half is, you know, getting smaller. Right. And on top of that, 75% of online companies do rely on third-party cookies for aspects of marketing and prospecting and revenue generation. So, you know, this, this is going to be a, a industry-wide impact uh, and first-party data solutions are going to become critical moving forward. It's an immediate problem that needs to be solved today. Got it. So what sparked the idea for Cradio? Uh, you know, kind of in a nutshell, I used to do some work um, at an enterprise business intelligence software company, and we supported uh, three-letter agencies who were uh, attempting to solve inside threat detection problems. But when I looked at the tree structure of how we began sort of analyzing at the top level all the way down to a potential insider threat, uh, you could see the analysis and the deep learning and um, I was struck by the idea that there had to be a commercial application for it. And, you know, you do a little bit of research into e-commerce and online retail alone, and you see that there's a lot of opportunity to apply deep learning to these large gaps in current consumer data understanding. So we simply wanted to crack that nut wider open and see what we could find. Okay. So what are, what are some of the other companies in your space and how are you different? Sure. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of competitors that are battling for the opportunity, obviously, but you know, some more well-known ones might be retention.com or wonderkind or live ramp, uh, all of which 
you know, are in the identity resolution space like, like we can be. Uh, so they'll deliver a, an email based on an anonymous visitor. Um, one of the main differences we found is that they're sort of interested in delivering that list and then moving on to delivering that next list all from an email kind of only standpoint. And even in some cases, they might be able to provide some data around uh, that. They don't really go into areas of behavior analysis or frankly, even, you know, kind of delivering accurate information as a major, you know, kind of discriminator. So where Cradio comes in is we do identify the emails coming in, but then we help build demographic profiles and we layer on top kind of site behavior, how they're engaging with your website. And then on top of all of that, we do employ machine learning so that we can actually assess behavior. And over time, we can really give our brands a deep understanding of how these audiences are interacting and responding from a campaign standpoint, which is completely different. So, so it's deep, the deep AI analytics based on the behavior of the users that you're identifying uh, rather than just the identification piece. Okay. What's the long-term vision for the company? Like what's the, what's the roadmap look like? Take us through that maybe the next couple of years. Sure. I mean, so right now, um, we would we would term Cradio as a generative insight platform, meaning that as we study uh, these visitors that come onto a site and we're able to assess the, how they behave and interact with your campaigns, our tool can already deliver meaningful insights that a marketing team or sales group could look at and then execute on. But what we believe is is possible is in the next two years, we think we'll be able to employ AI modeling you know, with historical data that we collect and with historical customer data. And we can actually build forecast models that, that become more of a recommendation engine. So we would be a true generative AI recommendation machine at that point and not, not even stopping at insights, but actually delivering real AI-based recommendations because we've been able to assess performance so we can look back and look forward. So it sounds like you're helping brands build their very own large language models, much like a chat GPT, but now they'll be able to sort of crunch their own behavioral and user data to drive their own businesses in a very specific way, rather than relying on third-party large language models. Well, yeah, that's exactly right. Actually, as these third-party cookies go away and people are, you know, kind of forced into a first party data solution, ownership of your first party data is critical. And so I, I think you, you hit the nail on the head, actually said it better than I did, that <laughs> the LLM ability is really where, you know, where we're trying to head so that people can actually get true consumer understanding at a very unique personalized business level, which again, would be completely new in the industry. Excellent. So who's your ideal customer and how do you, uh, do you do any customization for different types of customers? Like how do you support them? So I think in our case, uh, you know, e-commerce is a broad range and, and every e-commerce company could be a target, but for us coming out of the gate, at least we see online retail as a great first uh, target. Um, I would say that the companies of 10 to 10 million a year up to 100 million a year would be maybe a sweet spot, although we have aspirations to support 
uh, companies all the way up to billion dollars or more um, because of the ability to, you know, employ modeling that can consume a lot of data, analyze a lot of data. So there's really no restriction on the size. But anyway, our ideal profile would be, you know, yeah, a retail customer that has uh, some maturity in their marketing uh, activity, probably uses some data collection tools today, but is probably a little bit under-resourced in terms of their ability to do the analytic, um, you know, kind of work that's required to really make data meaningful. So we think those companies that are down the path, but but still need some support, will be great ideal customers. Um, in terms of you know tailoring the solution, you know our focus is really on delivering um, insights on these audiences that can be deployed across any of their sales channels. So it doesn't matter if their focus is on email marketing or social media marketing, or you know, display print or direct mail, it really doesn't matter. Um, you know, the, the tool deploys the same and becomes custom to the needs of the, the brand using it, which is, again, one of the great things about a continuously learning application like AI. So can you take us through some use cases? Like how would a brand... Sure. How would a yeah. brand okay. Um, so in, in a very specific case... You know, we have a um, healthy energy drink manufacturer that's using the tool, and and when, uh, they were trying to solve a very specific challenge. They were spending a lot of money to drive web traffic to their site, um, but what they were getting was a, a kind of a low net of people signing up for the newsletter or converting as customers. So, you know, they, they what they really want to do is they were getting good traffic. They were happy with those results. They were unhappy with the results of, you know, people sort of volunteering and, and giving them useful information. And they were seeing that their acquisition costs were expensive when they had to go out and try to retarget. And they had really no idea of whether they were going to retarget the same group or whoever. So it was a lot of questions more than answers. And so, um, you know, once we were on their site and working, we were able to, you know, significantly increase uh, almost 25 times the, 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 number of prospects directly into their funnel right away um and that wound up converting you know uh at a the same percentage that they had been expecting but now we 25 exit so they were seeing a net yield of much higher than the, what they'd been getting and overall cost to acquire these prospects dropped eight times um, within 30 days and so and we fully expect that as our as our system learns more about success and failure within a particular brand, those numbers will improve. We'll continue to drive results down to literally pennies per prospect. And that was a main you know, thrust while giving them higher results from a numerical standpoint. So, so you were able to increase their sales funnel with the email addresses that you gave them. So they had a bigger audience to go after, but how did they use those email addresses to reach those customers or those shoppers? So at that point, that's a yeah, great question. Um, so, you know, email, they, they were able to immediately uh, launch and execute email campaigns. Um, but by having some understanding of the personal information that we were able to deliver on a high percentage of them, they were also able to launch social media campaigns, just uploading the lists directly into their sales channels. However, they were using Meta. In this case, it was Meta. Um, 
but then they were able to upload these sort of parallel campaigns so they could launch email and social media simultaneously uh, knowing who they were targeting and being able to see who was coming back and having a very clear understanding of, of what was working and, and who was not responding so that, you know, they, they could work multi-channels at the same time with our lists. Got it. So if one of our listeners came on board today, um, how would they measure success or how would you measure success with them so that they would know that Credio is performing well? It's a good partner for them. Yeah. So, uh, well, so, I mean, the great news with Credio is from a, from a, implementation standpoint it's a very simple process uh you you know, ins insert a line of javascript into your website and we begin collecting information so success for us would be you know the collection of data and the immediate kind of re-release to a brand a new brand so that they could go into their dashboard a day after they put us on the system and see their data populating. And then, you know, within a couple of days, they might be able to pull a list down and begin launching and executing campaigns. And then once that kind of flow of data is coming into it, it becomes a very cyclical process. And then it's just a question of uh, going in and exporting your information directly into whatever, you know, sales platform you're using. It can be email, it can be social media, it can be uh, a CTV, it doesn't matter. Um, however, you're reaching out to your customers, the Cradio success model would be the immediate ability to increase your sales funnel and execute these strategic campaigns, however you want to do it across multi-channel channels. And then it's a continuous loop of data flowing in at all points. Okay. So if I could just state this for a little differently, the way our our listeners might evaluate things. Um, you know, you, they can get going pretty quickly with Cradio, um, and depending on their product sales cycle, right? Maybe you know some are more impulsive, like you know come online and buy, and some take months, right? So, um, on average, right. a uh, the the first measurement might be how many more people can I speak to, right? So how how much bigger is the sales funnel, um, and and how accurate is that data, and then further down the line, right. it might be within the first 30 days, it might be a little longer, depending on the product sales cycle is, have you, are you generating more revenue from those customers that you wouldn't have spoken to without Cradio? So that's, that's, that's what I heard you say. Is that accurate? Yeah. I mean, that's the main intent, right? Reduce costs on the front end for acquisition and increase revenue on the back end, all while minimizing any increase in current spend. So um, one to three months is probably a good target depending on, um, or expectation, depending on the brand. Um, okay. So, so you, you mentioned putting JavaScript up on the site, um, and then the dashboard populating. Is there anything else that's required of the brand to get started? So day one, they say, Clay, I want to start working with you guys. You provide them with some JavaScript. They drop it into their website through their container directly. Um, you start collecting some data. And then what? what? What what should they expect to happen over the next few days, week, month? All right. So within a couple of days, you know, they get an email confirmation that the data is flowing and that they can now access the da dashboard and start pulling lists. Probably within a, a couple of weeks, there's there's meaningful uh, data 
and profile like demographic information that we've matched against emails. So you'll begin to be able to segment some of your audience within, you know, a few weeks of using the tool after a month or so, you know, now you're able to execute sales channel campaigns and, you know, start to see real time results of how this now new addressable audience is responding to your campaign tactics. And then the tool itself within, you know, say two months is generating actual unique insights based on, you know, customer return engagement and how they're interacting. And, and you begin to able to deploy these new insights right away, all while continuing to feed that initial funnel. And what's nice is over, say, that first one to three months you talk about, our tool is learning who is, you know, who from the anonymous crew is more likely to engage and we're actually, the models are now looking at things from a very act-alike standpoint, assessing behavior, not just demographics. So you move from this look-alike model, which has been in, in, in use for 20 years, to this act-alike model, which is going to be a new way to engage with your customers. So, so in, in the very short term, in the first week, or even days, depending on the volume of their site, they're able to start pushing the email addresses to the platforms and running campaigns. But then as you get further out, you're then able to use that data to segment the audiences before you execute those campaigns so that the campaigns can be more you know, more targeted, messaging can be more targeted to the users in those buckets. Um, you talked about the different channels, email, uh, social media, CTV. What, how, do, how do the brands get the data you're providing them into those platforms? Do they download, upload? Do you, do you hook into them and, put, and automatically push, push them in? Talk us through that that process. Yeah, I mean, to, the answer is it's both. I mean, uh, for any integrations that don't exist today, it is a simple download. You can export a CSV directly from our dashboard in and then upload it directly into your system. Uh, for media channels like email platforms and, uh, in this case, social media, Meta, we can directly upload and download information so that you can execute automatically. But, uh, you know, it really is as simple as API integration and or and or export of a CSV file. But in either case, you can begin to extract and, and, and use the data immediately across any channel. Okay, just just one last question or maybe two. Um, talk to us about a a common use case in a real life scenario. So a client that you work with that came to you with a problem, how did you address it? How did they leverage the data? And, and give us one that is right down the middle, not an outlier, um, not a bluebird, something that is very common so that our listeners know what right. to expect. Sure, yeah. Uh, so this is a good good use case that I think a lot of companies will recognize, and that is, the amount of spend that uh, is outlaid to drive traffic to your website. So in our case, we have a, a drink manufacturer, a healthy energy drink manufacturer, uh, and they spend a lot of money each month driving what turns out to be a good amount of traffic to their website, only they're capturing a very low level of uh, engagement, whether it's a newsletter sign up or a conversion into a customer. 
and and so they're high, they have a high cost of acquisition because their retargeting costs to drive people back in go up and they have no way to build any kind of relationship with this large group of anonymous people that they already brought in so their challenge was can we make better use of the traffic that's coming in uh increase our number of signups and or conversions hopefully both all while somehow driving down our, our acquisition costs. So that I think that's a that's a problem that anybody who's out there using online sort of website commerce can appreciate. And so within 30 days of Cradio being on the their site, uh, we plussed up their sales funnel by 23 times uh, than what they were getting the month before. We we actually delivered personalized profile information on 16 times more customers than they had signed up the month before uh, for, and so they were able to use that data to actually begin this notion of audience segmentation and campaign targeting, which was a goal for their longer range goal. And then at the same time, we reduced their per prospect acquisition cost uh, by eight times. And that was again in the first month alone. So. You know, in terms of the challenges, you know, they were thrilled to get more bang at the top funnel. They got more conversions out of this model, even staying at their normal threshold of conversion by giving them 23 times more prospects to look at. The number itself just increased, you know, dramatically. So for them, it was a huge revenue windfall, too, because they converted a lot more customers out of that first month, even at the normal conversion rate. Again, all while so, lowering these acquisition costs. So, so what I heard was uh, you're really helping solve the leaky bucket problem, which is driving traffic to the website costs a lot of money. Those people leave, you got to go get them again. It costs a lot of money, you got to go get them again, right? And so here you get them once, now you have an email address and it's a lot less expensive to send some emails or even target them on social media with those email addresses so that you can bring down their cost of acquisition. That's That that to me is, that, that's awesome. That's, that's the winner right there. Um, that's it for our show today, Clay. This was this was really informative. I uh, appreciate your time, and uh, we look forward to speaking again soon. Take care. Thanks so much, Sean. This was great. Yeah, take care. Whether you're a marketing professional, tech enthusiast, or just curious about the digital world, the MarTech Matrix has something for everyone. Tune in, get inspired, and transform the way you think about marketing and technology. Let's decode the matrix together. Check us out at www themartechmatrix.com for show notes, upcoming episodes, and subscribe. While you're there, submit your questions for each of our upcoming guests.